Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is 94 WIP. This segment right, right now brought to us by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2024 Nissans, they're arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge. Online at mounthollynissan.com. We are graced with the presence of the Diddy. It's always great to talk to the Diddy. Can't believe we're in February already. I mean, it just feels like time flies. I mean, it was just, it was just New Year's Eve. It was just New Year's Day. And now, you know, here we are, February. Philly spring training, of course. Uh, February notable for... Uh, spring training, which will start. Seltzer, what's uh, what's the date we're looking Pitchers at? Pitchers and catchers report the 13th through the 15th is wow. the date range. So so two weeks. Pitchers so we're and using catchers. the 13th. Yeah, the 13th. 12 days. Yeah, buddy. 12 days for spring training. Let's that's, go. That's good stuff. Are, uh, you, and we, are you going down? Are you we are. the morning show down there? We are going down uh, sometime in March, I believe it is. Good. Yeah, we're going down in March. So greatest, look, greatest gig in the world. It's mm-hmm. yeah, well, Co- covering Being a media person covering yeah. spring training. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best of all possible sports media worlds. It's, I loved it. It's pretty darn cool. It, it really is. It's so, great. Yeah, we would anticipate getting some some interviews with you know whomever. We'll find out who. But um, so we look forward to that. Obviously, look this month. I mean, we're in one of those confluence of you know all four teams sort of intersect here. I mean, the Eagles. You have the residual from the season, sort of the look ahead. Phillies. Obviously, you have a big time look ahead. And Sixers and Flyers. You have what's currently going on. Now, Flyers on hiatus, obviously, with the the All Star break. The Carter Hart situation lingers in a, you know, what what appears to be not good way. We'll we'll let that play out to ultimately pass judgment one way or the other. But certainly, you know, not a good looking situation. Also, at a time when they went into the All Star break, I think it was losing five in a row, if I remember. It was five, yeah. And then the Sixers, who you know, I'm convinced are, when healthy, the third best team in the East. Not to say they can't become the best team, but I just think they are three. And of course, they're not healthy right now, and we certainly await. For how long it'll be for for MB to be out, and uh, you know we'll we'll see in the next day or two or so if we if we get an answer there. All right, Ray. Speaking of answers, you just heard AJ Brown's answer, obviously. You know, as Rhea played it in the update. Um, you know, hey, you expecting to be an Eagle? You get ready to be an Eagle? Like it wasn't a yes. No. What What do you? How do you ascertain what he said and what it means? Um, it wasn't a yes, but it wasn't a no. That's so right. We should be clear about that. For sure. It isn't. It isn't like get me out of here. No question. Um, but ambivalent. Yeah, that's the best way I would describe it. I I think he's still working through the emotional wreckage of the season and the way this whole season played out for the team and for him. You know, remember he went through that stretch early in the season where he had six straight games with 
or more yards in a mm-hmm. game. Unprecedented. Had no receiver in the history of the league had ever done that. Um, so he was on a historic pace almost up to the bye week. And then coming out of the bye week, when things began, the wheels came, began coming off the Eagles, yeah. they came off him at the same time. And he certainly demonstrated frustration. Uh, there were weeks that, uh, I mean, there were, there were weeks where he was only catching a couple of passes. His yardage was way down. And then the, the year becomes, <coughs> the, the end of the year becomes a total crash and burn. So right now I think he's still sorting through that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into whatever he says right now because he's a very emotional guy. I mean, we, you knew that when he came out of Tennessee. Yep. You knew that when they got him. Uh, he came here. He was overjoyed to be in this, on the same team with Jalen Hurts. Um, their friendship turned out to be something beyond what any of us knew. I mean, we, oh, I had no clue that they were. I, I had no yeah. idea that they were that they were that kind of no friends. Clue. That they, you know, they hadn't gone to college together. They didn't seem there didn't seem to be in their, either their histories um, a whole lot of time. But turned out they had this great relationship, and it turned out to be some a real positive thing for the team. I don't think that's all gone away. You know, I think just think right now he's disappointed, like a lot of other people are disappointed about the way this season ended. I mean, consider it wasn't all that long ago they were ten and one. And people yeah. were already penciling them in for the game that's getting ready to I be know. played next week. It, and it, now you're sitting home wondering what the hell happened. It's so strange that this organization, we they are worried about getting hijacked because of the Chip Kelly experience. So they don't want the coach to do that. Right now, doesn't it feel sort of like the organization has been hijacked by this emotional uh, roller coaster between the quarterback and the wide receiver? Like, it's a replacement hijacking, but it's a hijacking nevertheless. Well, if it's as bad as we think it may be, and candidly, we're, I'm not certain. I, I, I just I tend to no. think there's something there. I, I, I there's something I've there. Heard, I've there's heard something from, there. I've heard from it's people. It's making the team there. worse. Yeah, I'll tell you we that. We watched the team over the last month and a half yeah. struggle. They scored 18 points a game. Yeah. Over the last month and a half. Well, Ray, let me ask you this question. Um, Without a whole bunch of injuries on offense. Yeah. That's the thing. It isn't like you were devastated. I mean, this is the same offense that was scoring 30 points with their eyes closed a year ago. That relationship. And they're they're struggling to score 20 now. So, Ray, where did you stand how it netted out at the end of the season on on Jalen Hurts? The whole shebang. You know, how much – he took a step backwards. How much it concerns you for the future? How much it doesn't concern you for the future? Where are you on the whole Hurts thing? If defense has figured out what he does best and they didn't have a counterpunch, perhaps in part because they didn't trust him to play differently, to play under center, where do you stand on the whole Hurts thing? Um, <clears throat> there's validity to just about everything you laid out there um, in varying degrees. Am I concerned about him? Uh, I'd be lying if I said no. I mean, the, the easy thing and what everybody wants you to say is, oh, no, no, nah, come on, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. He don't, um, I'm not so sure. Uh, I, I would go back and look at it. Uh, I, I think a lot of things went wrong with this offense this year. Uh, I, think a lot of it, I think a lot of it was coaching. I think a lot of it was design. I think a lot of it was play calling. I think a lot of that was faulty. Um, I think the players didn't have a whole lot of confidence in what they were being asked to do. I think that was reflected in the way that they played. Um, you know, you saw you saw Hertz. The term regress regression. Yeah. It it's it's not inaccurate. I mean, he did. I mean, in terms of his mechanics, as much improvement as he made last year, he took that many steps back this year. 
Uh, to the end, I mean, holding the ball way too much. Um, throwing the ball in the spots that he, he's, he's got to know better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, the if you want to put his where he is right now in a nutshell, I mean, it's it's the sack in the end zone in Tampa. I mean, that's that's you know we were sort of building up to that moment, and then it happened that night. That's how far he's fallen right now. Last year he doesn't even make that. Last year he doesn't make that play. Why is he making it now? So remind you, Carson. Different, different. Uh, I I thought that the, a lot of when I went back and watched the film of games over and over again, there were. This is where it's similar to Carson. There were things that I saw in the film, and I'd say, why doesn't he see that? It's right. Why doesn't he see that? I mean, I did that with Carson all the time. I mean, plays would unfold exactly right. I mean, timing was right. The receiver's right. The look is right there. It's a defense you expected. Everything's right there. And Carson's still holding the ball. He couldn't cut it loose. What is he looking at? What's the problem? There was similar there were similar things with that with Hertz this year, not to the same extent, um, because frankly, I think the plays that were being called weren't as good. I mean, a lot of the looks weren't there, but sometimes when they were there, he didn't see it. Uh, and I think some of it has to do with the fact that I think every team in the league studied the Eagles offense in this offseason. There's no question last year that schematically they were a couple steps ahead of everybody because nobody knew quite what they were going to do. The RPO thing gave them a flexibility and a, uh, and a changeability that really had defenses off guard last year. Well, this offseason, they had time to study that, and teams were much better prepared for that. And the fact that they didn't – and here's one of the things – and this gets back to the coaching again. One of the things that, that allowed that offense to be dynamic last year was the RPO. You know, they didn't have to use a lot of motion. They didn't have to change formation – because the RPO gave them that mysterious element. You never knew quite where the ball was going when it was in the quarterback's hands. This year, when they backed so far away from the RPO, and that became less a part of the offense, you had to compensate somehow else by motion or something else. Well, they didn't do that. So they stayed with the same basic offense, but they took away the one element that made them unpredictable. And so they had, they had this. There, there weren't there times when you were watching their offense this year when you looked at it and you said, this is the most flat-footed, yep. dead-in-the-water offense ever. They don't, do, they don't show you anything. They don't do anything. And that's why I think Nick kind of alluded to it. We've got a little stale. Well, when you backed away from the RPO thing, probably to protect your quarterback physically somewhat, you had to make it up with somewhat something else. And they didn't do that. So they just wound up with this offense that was just lifeless. And so it affected everybody, but it affected the quarterback most of all. Ray, let me say something. We've been discussing essentially this topic, the intersection of a few different issues, but that basic topic of the Eagles offense for three to four months, even when they were winning, it doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. What you just did there for the last two, two and a half minutes was the most concise and I believe on point explanation I have heard anybody say about the situation. I said it in Joe's ear while you were saying it. I agree completely. You you should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, right? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was a masterpiece. Got a good point. All right, let's go to the well, phones. I felt, but I, I felt it, Joe. I felt it watching the game. I did too. I'm just, I, I agree with you. The only word I could describe is that this offense just looks flat-footed. There's just no motion. There's just no nothing. And last year, the RPO gave you that. Well, when you took that away, you had to replace it with something else, and they yep. didn't. Well, why didn't they know that? 
Why didn't they know oh, that you have to replace what it? What a good question. I mean, how can they not? It's something else. Like, how can you actually think that that offense would work? Well, that's what, you know, people were kind of asking Nick that week after week. Including yeah. us in the interviews. I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we asked them a number of times, a number of ways, those types of questions. Right. And he just wouldn't. I mean, he would indicate we do those things. We have those things. That's exactly what he would he say. Would, I, mean, I mean, yeah, technically, is it in the playbook? Sure. Exactly. But does it make the call sheet on game day? No, you and do you actually and, it. You can't run it. And do you actually you do, do it? it. They, you would never call it. Right. So it doesn't matter if you have a playbook with 400 plays. If it never, if it, if it never manifests in a game, then you don't do it. It, it, was a, it was a call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Exasperating. And, and not your fault. And not your fault. Because you asked the question. We did ask him. But the way he... The way he danced around it. That's right. And didn't answer it was very frustrating because to me, it was as obvious as obvious could be. And you would hear that in the interviews, Ray? That stood out to you? Because it stood out to yes. me as someone asking him questions. He yes. was being purposely evasive on, on oh, no, that no, more, type of question. I don't question. know that it's purpose. More than evasive. He's not answering anything. It was def- he was defensive. He was defensive. And I, that's what came across to me because that suggested to me that. When coaches answer questions like that, and believe me, I've been asking coaches questions for 50 years, yep. and when, when they answer questions like that, they know that you're on to something. Yeah. Okay, you're not just asking a dopey yeah. sports writer question. Right. They know that you're, you're putting your finger on something that's pretty true, and now they have to figure out some way that they can answer it without answering it. Yeah. And to listen mm-hmm. to that week after week, especially over that last two months, when you watch this whole season go down the drain, was – I mean, that's kind of what brought the fans to where they were, where at the end, they weren't sorry. They would not have been sorry to see him go. So, okay, now you've made the decision to bring him back. Understand that you're bringing him back under a cloud, okay? He is going to start the next year, and one of the questions is going to, when they they start putting out the list, who's the coach that's on the hot seat, who's going to be the first coach fired, he's on it, okay? And so... He's going to have to live with it, but the organization's going to have yeah, to live with it. And that is a tough way to start a season. All right, let's go to the phones. Boy, do I agree with every single thing Ray just said over the last bunch of minutes. I mean, I've made it a point in life never to disagree with Ray, but that was a particular I agree with Ray. All right, Brian in Allentown. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hi, how are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good, man. Um, yeah. oh, boy, I, I can't believe everything that Ray said is exactly what I've been thinking for the longest time. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that Eagles offense was the worst I've ever seen in professional football. Well, it wasn't actually that, because I saw the 3-13 and 13 Eagles in 98, and you might not know it, but Bobby Hoyne didn't throw a touchdown pass that year. And by the way, mm-hmm. they averaged. I'm not making this up. 
they averaged seven points a game. <laughs> so, and it wasn't like 1942. Wow. It was 1998. You know, seven? The, 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 I was the, waiting to see what number was going to come yeah. out. I was definitely not the, expecting the, seven. The forward pass had, had entered football by 1998. And, J- James, pull up while Brian's talking here. Pull up their scores. Wait till you hear what the scores were and not, how much the Eagles scored game by game. All right, Brian, go ahead, man. Um, the thing with A.J., I really think that he expected when he came to the Eagles for for the combination with Jalen to be like Mahomes and Kelsey. Did you ever notice how Mahomes, even when other receivers are open, he always looks for Kelsey. He always tries to get the ball to Kelsey. And I think that's what AJ expected when he came here. And I just I think he was underused. And I think that's why he's frustrated. He was underused as the year went on. And I agree with you that's part of his frustration. I agree. But I will say yeah. this. He wasn't underused more than Dallas Goddard, who was barely oh, he true. was barely used. I mean that yeah. that was criminal to see some of these tight ends in the playoffs. And you know what's crazy? I though? mean, it's unbelievable how effective these guys have been. And Goddard has that in him. Look, he's probably not the same route runner as Ertz. He probably isn't, but he's a good tight end. He's a very good tight end. And yeah. it's like they just you oh, know it's crazy. Brutal. Everyone says Dallas Goddard was underutilized this year, and I agree with that fact. He had the most receptions he's ever had. Like, he caught more balls this year than he's ever caught in his six-year right, career. Let me take a guess. I don't know the answer. Let me take me. a guess. I'm going to guess that he caught 63 passes. What's the number? No, it's 59. But I'm close. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, 59. Like, I'm off by, I'm off by 20. No. I mean, that's ridiculous in this day and age. 59 is not the right number for no, a guy not. who's that talented. My right. but, but hold on. He did miss four or five three, games. Three, four or five? Yeah, yeah four maybe. So yeah. maybe it would have been like an 85. Well, when you when you think well, when you think about it that way, that it didn't feel was like not that. Underutilized to the same degree. Well, that we but here's the problem. Back John. on the season, and I and made perceived. I made this point over and over again. And when at the end of the year we saw those charts of where the ball went, I was right. His catches almost every time were headed toward the sideline. It was that flare route thing where you're headed to the side. The play's going to be over one way or the other soon. He's either going to get tackled or he's going to start moving toward out of bounds as a guy bumps him. <laughs> like, there was no over the middle. And by, well, that, when I say I, no, I mean such a small percentage. Brian, we need an answer from you, my man. Big TV moment. What do you have? In 1986, when uh, the U.S. Treasurer Bud Dwyer pulled out yeah. a 357 oh, geez, and blew yeah. his brains out. That was a very <laughs> sad situation. Live TV, I remember that well being a kid. All right, James, you have the 98 we had off Eagles. that day. Yeah, a lot of people watch that. You have the 98 Eagles here. I do. Give me just yeah. their their point total game by game. Okay. Eagles, Eagles. All right, week one, zero. Week two, 12 points. Week three, three points. Uh, 21 points. A bur- 16. A, a barn burner. Yeah, 21. Uh, just so you know, that was their high mark of yeah. the season, 21 yeah. points in week four. 16, 17, 10, another zero. Uh, 10 again, three Zero. So in a four-week span, they scored 13 points yeah, right there. Uh, you don't have to do the whole thing, yeah. but we get the point. I mean, they were shut out, what, three or four times that year? Uh, four shutouts, yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. I'm sorry, three shutouts and also two three-points. And three then they also had le- a nine-point. So they were under 10 points six times. That's whatever. brutal. That was the Dana Bible offense. It was the Dana Bible. That's did right. not finish the season. Well, oh, actually, they kind of did what they did here. They they took the responsibility away from him, remember? He was they, they put in charge of new ideas. Yes. I remember <laughs> this because he was my offensive coordinator at Stanford the year before. Oh, boy. And he came here. We didn't think he was going to do great. And he would yeah, 
he was what four games in. Some, I don't know they, how they, soon, they, Yeah, they took the sheet away from him, and they made uh, Musgrave. Musgrave, Musgrave promoted a guy who'd never called plays before. They also took the gig, gig away from Bobby Coy. Oh, what a disaster that year was. Yeah, they were just. That was, that was hard to watch. That yeah. really was, yeah. Although Coy Detmer played the most entertaining game that year when he almost beat Brett Favre in Lambeau. Yeah, I know. He almost beat Brett Favre in his prime in Lambeau. It was unbelievable. All right, Ray, a couple final things here, uh, and we appreciate your, your time here today. Mm-hmm. Um, Belichick. Are you surprised he wasn't hired and likely won't be, and what do you make of it? Well, they're still Washington, right? They still haven't hired anybody. Um, am I surprised? Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, I think that what works against him is um, even though he interviewed twice in Atlanta, I don't think he can convince anybody that he's a long-term investment. I think that people look at him with his age, the fact he's 14 away from Shula, thinking that we'll hire him, and in two years we're going to have to go hire somebody else. I, by the way, think that's wrong. I think Belichick's going to coach until he dies. If they hire him. If, if they hire I him. I agree with you. I, I think he's a guy who has no life outside of football. It's not like he's going to go off and do something else. He's going to keep coaching as long as he can coach. So the idea that, oh, he's only going to come here long enough to break Shula's record and then he's going to walk out the door. No, 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 no. He's going to stay as long as you let him stay because he – I mean, he's a football animal. He doesn't want to do anything else. He doesn't have anything else. So I thought with all the openings that there were, I thought certainly he would get one. The fact that he's still sitting at, still sitting at, out on the doorstep surprises me. Tell me which of these two you think uh, hurts him more. I think we all know Brady winning a Super Bowl and, and, and Belichick not doing well without Brady hurts him. But tell me which of these two you think hurts him more, perception-wise, that – He's lost his fastball as a coach, and that includes connectivity with players. Mm-hmm. That's choice one. Choice choice two for what has hurt Belichick is that he ticked off a lot of people around the league for many, many years, including cheating. Mm-hmm. And there's people that just don't want to attach themselves to that. Mm-hmm. Which which hurts him more? I think number one. I think they feel like uh, owners look at him and feel his time has passed, uh, feel that he can't connect with today's players. Um, that he has a style of coaching uh, and an inac- inaccessibility that uh, – what was it, what was the term that Jeffrey used with uh, Doug? Emotional, emotional intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> that he's not high on the emotional intelligence scale. That's the kind of stuff that a lot of these owners are looking for, yeah. and Bill isn't that. Um, but he's still – I will tell you, having watched some of the Patriots games this year and going back and watched them, he can still coach defense. Just didn't have talent enough? He just didn't have the players. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't have the players. But some of his game plans that he had this season with that team that he had, uh, defensively, his offense was a mess. Well, he really didn't have players there. But, def- but defensively, he can still coach. Yeah. He can absolutely still coach. I uh, think he laid down some of the groundwork for some of the things that worked so well against us this year, the simulated pressures and things like that. Now, the, the order of our season yeah, was got we played one. them that's first. Right. Got him week but one. that's the first time I saw that stuff. That's Bill Belichick. I think that was born from his creative mind to some degree. Some of the things that worked so well at stopping the RPO this year, Bill I think laid that's it out Bill. for them. Yeah. Bill laid it out for them. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, if you look at that, if you look at that tape and you look at this stuff at that defense, because this defense wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't that good. But week in and week out, they played. Ray, we'll uh, we'll get you on next week before the Super Bowl. I'd love to get your pick next week. Uh, all right, Ray, thank you. Always great. Always great to visit with you guys. Thanks, pal. Time's yours up ahead. More calls as well. 94 WIP. Did you give up on your New Year's resolution already? If you reach out to NJ Diet, they will help you lose that weight the safe and natural way. 
Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you will lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help keep the weight off. Don't take shots the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.